News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Chuck Michael Martin has said he wants to wait until October's budget before introducing any further measures to ease cost of living. And for more on this, I am joined now by Stephen Kinsler, Head of the Department of, of Economics at the University of Limerick and Chief Economics Writer at The Currency. Uh, good morning to you, Stephen. Um, do you think it is a reasonable position for the Taoiseach to take that, that, that no changes will be implemented um, prior prior to, to October's budget? Well, it makes sense from his perspective. Um, he, 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 he doesn't know two things. Uh, the first is what the impact of the summer will be um, on, on the cost of living. Um, and the other thing is he, he doesn't know just where the pain will actually um, hit in terms of the um, damage to the cost of living, particularly for working families. So b- because both of those things are, are entirely contingent on uh, the weather and what happens with the Ukraine war, waiting and, waiting and seeing makes total sense from the Taoiseach's perspective and from the perspective of the public finances. However, on the exact opposite, it doesn't make that much sense from the perspective of uh, families and households, particularly people um, facing you know long commutes to get back to the office um, over the, the over, over the summer. Um, of course, heating bills will be lower, but we'll know um, no pun intended the bill of the dinner in in um, in October as the winter. Okay, uh, to bite but Stephen, a, a, as more. an economist yourself, will then then should the Taoiseach stick to his guns because, from his point of view, as you say, it, it makes infinite sense, or should he be, I, I suppose, more not as sympathetic as the wrong word, but more, I suppose, focused on what what, as you say, families need. I, I think uh, there, there's a middle way, and that's um, flexible uh, flexible excise duty solutions. So what I would suggest is if the inflation rate goes up by 5% over a month, you drop excise duty by 5%. So you make the cost of fuel a little bit cheaper. You use the one tool the government actually has, um, and you do it in an automatic way. So therefore, it doesn't require um, big interventions by government. Um, this will cost the government money, and we'll have to borrow in order to pay for this. Um, but borrowing costs are still pretty low, and that'll actually help with the cost of fuel, and you'll do it in an automatic way. I think what you're going to need to do in the budget is increase um, pensions. You're going to make, you're going to need to make sure that um, green investment is prioritised. But that's all in October. Between now and then, you can do these okay. kind of okay. You are, I know, disrespecting, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. You're, you're, you're completely going against what we heard from energy economics uh, economists, rather, at the end of last week, who said that changing excise is a very broad stroke and that it will benefit wealthier parts of society more than poorer parts of society. And what we need is targeted imp- uh, interventions, such as uh, energy credits and things that would be targeted, fuel allowances, things, things for people who are on social welfare or low-income families. So I would agree. Um, um, I, would, I think I heard that interview yeah. actually. Um, Sorry, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you're yeah. saying no, no, a wholly do, different do. thing to a, to a different e- economist. Well, most of the time when you put two economists in a room, <laughs> you get four opinions, as you know, not not two. But uh, I think you have to look at the you have to look at the the. the the basis of the problem. The basis of the problem is that the cost of energy has increased, um, particularly the cost of fuel. Now, if you look at who who has to put fuel into things, that's everyone. 
So while it is correct that that while it is correct that a more targeted solution would produce a better outcome, um, the fact of the matter is it's a broader problem. And if you want to re- if we if you want to reduce the impact on working families in particular, you have to have a broad based solution. So that's why the excise duty would be preferable in my perspective. Okay, very interesting. Uh, uh, stay with me because I want to bring in Neil Macdonald as well, who's the CEO of Isme. Um Neil, you are one of the stakeholders that is going to be meeting with the Taoiseach uh, uh, and various government members today to, uh, I suppose, not a consultative process. Not, nothing hard and fast will come from this. But what will you be looking for? Or what will you be saying? Well, you, you know, you've, you've just been talking about some of the measures that, that people are looking for from Stephen there. Um, what we would say is it's really important that this uh, at, at this time, at this part of the economic cycle, because I think most people acknowledge we were probably at full employment and we were at t- top of the economic cycle after the Great Recession of 10 years ago, that things were probably uh, peaking uh, and topping out. So what we're looking for is, is that the government uh, governs on behalf of the whole of society, not just in interest groups and, and not just the public sector unions. Uh, we have, there are a lot of difficult things at the moment besides the immediate inflationary cycle around commodities and fuel. Uh, and, and we need government to take a, you know, a whole of society view of this. And what, what does that mean, Neil? Does that mean that you would be calling for, for tax cuts, excise cuts? What would you actually be looking for? No, we, those would be very, very targeted. So no, we wouldn't agree that excise would be the best way to go. If, if you're going to look after people who are the most affected by issues with fuel, then in our view, you should target those in most need. So, so because they're means tested, target those who are on uh, fuel allowance or those who have medical cards. Um, but the issue that has been uh, causing an, affordabil- an affordability problem for workers, not in the last year, but for the last four or five years, has been the cost of accommodation. And we now have the ridiculous situation that businesses are actually buying houses and apartments to put their staff into. Now, while a lot of people might think that's a good idea, in, in business and economic terms, it really isn't. And what we would like to see is government uh, intervening in the tax system to uh, make it attractive again to provide rental accommodation. It was budgetary decisions that caused this dearth of rental accommodation in the first place. And we we need to unwind those uh, decisions. OK, that, that's very interesting. Let me just put that to Stephen before before he goes. Stephen, would you agree with that, that that intervention in the housing market and tax cuts to make it more attractive to provide rental accommodation would be a good move? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, is is the honest answer? Um, I, I've been looking at the Irish economy for fifteen years, and um, the housing market is, is is interfered with on a on a yes. near monthly basis by government. Um, is if that there was part one of the measure, problem? Yeah, it's like, it is actually. If there was one measure that I, I, I would probably um, um, suggest, it's make it harder for international investors to, to purchase property and um, ensure that there's a proper uh, property tax that people are people are taxed properly um, for holding these the, the, this uh, near tax free equity. I would also remove the. Uh, uh, capital gains tax relief on principal private residences. There's been lots of people who've benefited uh, massively from an equity uplift um, and they've done nothing to to deserve it. Um, and uh, they've they, they've been part of the restriction of housing supply, uh, the NIMBYists. So I would uh, remove that from them and uh, it would use the tax to build more houses. Very interesting. Look, thank you both very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Stephen Kinsler there, Head of the Department of Economics at the University of Limerick and Chief Economics, Economics rather, Writer at The Currency and Neil MacDonald, CEO of ISME. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News.